Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful and beautiful Monday morning. I appreciate uh, y'all for uh, allowing me to take a little hiatus from my morning devotions. It's been a wild and crazy summer. So it is, I tell you what, trying to move has been a nightmare. And as I stand here and uh, our new home in our basement uh, before me are boxes piled to the ceiling I had to carve out a little tiny space so I can get start doing this again and uh, it has been wild but I apologize I didn't make didn't intentionally mean to make take such a long break uh, from the devotions but things just got crazy and snowballed and just I uh, hope you understand we've been exhausted and, and working our fingers to the bone between uh, house and church and everything going on it's been hard so sorry about that but hopefully now we can get back to to our normal uh, routine and uh do hope everybody's doing well good morning to amy oaks turner jennifer honeycutt austin hall and so appreciate you wonderful people for tuning in hopefully once we start getting back into the swing of things we'll start picking back up and get our our normal uh amount of uh watchers back again so uh hopefully that won't uh we'll, we'll get that for too much longer but uh let's see here at this time it's gonna take a little bit for me to get back in the routine as well at this time let's go ahead and do our pledge of allegiance if we may i pledge allegiance to the flag of the united states of america and to the republic for which it stands one nation under god indivisible with liberty and justice for all I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior for whose kingdom it stands, one Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again, with life and liberty to all who believe. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word. I will make it a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I will hide its words in my heart that I might not sin against God. All righty. Praise God to be able to do these again. Hello, Karen Smith. Good morning. Glad to be back to be able to start doing these devotions once again, doing our pledges again, and uh, uh, praise God that we can come together in the mornings and do this. You know, I uh, sometimes get a little discouraged. You know, it, it's in the past of doing devotions, and because uh, sometimes it's like well, I don't feel like nobody's watching, but it's, it, then other mornings it's like there's a bunch watching. But uh, then I get talking to people, and they say, "Well, I can't get up that early." <laughs> And so they, a lot of people watch later in the day, and so that's good as well. So no problem at all. Well, I'm sure you all have missed um, Mad Matt's news and comment. Uh, <laughs> yeah, of course, our world has gone mad and insane. I don't think anybody has, uh, I don't think any surprise. Uh, this whole uh, little circus of uh, them raiding uh, Trump's place, uh, this little uh photo op if you will i mean trump gave them everything that they they asked for or wanted and uh he said he would give them anything else that they wanted so all this was was just a political stunt uh, the liberals are so stupid they think that by doing that it's going to rally their base but they don't realize they just ticked off a whole lot of americans and uh, it's went in the wrong direction and if they had anything you gotta think man they've been 
tried to investigate this man for over six years. It's gone from investigation to plain downright harassment is all it's boiled down to. And why is that? Because he refuses to play the game and they are terrified of him. And uh, meantime, we got a, a lunatic that can't even put his coat on, shakes his hands with invisible people. But that's just, you know, that's just the tip of the iceberg of, of things that are going on, a whole litany of things. Not only are we, or is everybody facing this recession with high gas prices and, oh, it's come down a few cents, so he's supposed to be praised for that. What at the, anyway, grocery store, you can't buy nothing, and it, it costs you an arm and a leg. You've got LGBTQ issues being shoved down our throats, our children being groomed with this garbage. Uh, you know, it is uh, uh, just nauseating, to say the least. I'm just so tired of uh, this, um, uh, what was it, uh, one of the latest uh, uh shows or cartoons what was it uh, uh they're gonna have a uh, drag queen in it uh, i can't remember what show it was now uh dad was asking me about it and uh, it's a disney produced show so it shouldn't be any big surprise but i can't remember the name of it now i posted it on social media but it just uh, just goes down to grooming our children it's an attack on the nuclear family and the judeo-christian ethic is what we're seeing here and that's why it's going to take strong men and women to stand up and that kind of really brings me into hello mike Hansen. Kind of brings me into uh, really our our main focal point of discussion this morning. Uh, when after I was uh, doing my own personal devotions, I get up each morning and read my Bible and pray. And I don't say that to, to make myself look like I'm some big super Christian. That's something I, I get in the habit of doing. I have gotten in the habit of doing many years ago. And it's just the way I start my day out. But anyway, uh, when I was finished, I turned on uh, the news, uh, Fox News Channel. And one of the uh, the uh, articles, news, breaking news, whatever, I don't know what they call it anyway, segment that they had on there was uh, now that uh, the cities, these liberals are now, uh, they refer to something known as Christian nationalism. Maybe a term you've heard before, I don't know. But they said that Catholics using rosary beads is now a form of Christian nationalism. All right, now again, there are differences between the Protestants and the Catholics and those who are um, ignorant, uh, and I don't mean that in a disparaging way, but just, you know, there's things that I'm ignorant of uh, in regards to uh, mechanics or uh, house building and things like that. Yeah, it's not a disparaging, it's just a, just a way to describe. But there are those who are ignorant in the understanding and they want to lump everybody in the same category. That's why a lot of times when you say you're a pastor, they automatically think of those Catholic priests who have molested boys. And unfortunately and sadly, there are Protestants who have done as well, but they try to lump everybody in the same issue. But again, going back, I'm sorry I get kind of off on some tangents here, chase a few rabbits. But the fact that they said using these rosaries are the are as a form of Christian nationalism, it's offensive as someone bringing an AR-15 to church or something to that effect. I mean, the the insanity. But what it boils down to now, there's a couple of issues to look at uh, when it comes to the Catholics using the rosary. Uh, there are some aspects of that rosary that we can that could be considered biblical and okay but the the main affront to that particularly to protestant christians is the that they're basing this on luke 128 and they're they're praying to mary and uh, uh and so um 
not only praying to Mary, but they call her the Holy Queen or things of that nature. And the uh, reason being is that uh, they try to refer to it as because of the Immaculate Conception, therefore she should be worshipped as well, which is insanity because she was a sinner like everybody else. Uh, Jesus Christ, of course, was sin-free. Uh, you, know, you may say, well, how is it possible for Christ to be sin-free while his mother uh, was sin-filled like everybody else. I mean, and so remember that our sin comes from the Father because of Adam and Eve. That's where that direct line of that sin comes down to us, that sin of disease. Of course, we know that Jesus' Father was God himself. And that's why his immaculate conception, the virgin birth, that's why Jesus Christ was without sin. But Mary is not to be worshipped all right, that is insanity. She that, that is. There's no reason. There's no biblical stand uh, standpoint to worship Mary. We are to worship Jesus Christ. We are to worship God Almighty. That's where our hope, our concerns, and our prayers need to be generated towards is towards uh, God uh, Himself. And so, so even though that aspect is unbiblical in regards to the Rosary, but the major and the bigger issue that we need to be looking at here is this term known as Christian nationalism. This is a uh, a way to uh, categorize those of us who are Christians uh, as extremists. All right, this is what this is what this is what you got to understand the terminology. You got to understand why uh, they are using specific verbiage uh, to describe certain segments and strata of society. And so, one thing we have to look at here, and we'll look at a few definitions. Okay. First of all, uh, what is nationalism? All right, there are many definitions of nationalism and an active debate about how best to define it. According to this article, article from uh, Christianity Today, says most scholars agree that nationalism starts with the belief that humanity is divisible into mutually distinct, internally coherent cultural groups defined by shared traits like language, religion, ethnicity, or culture. From there, scholars say nationalists believe that these groups should each have their own governments, that governments should promote and protect a nation's cultural identity, and that sovereign national groups provide meaning and purpose for human beings. All right, that's the, the definition for nationalists. Now, what is Christian nationalism? Christian nationalism is the belief that the American nation is defined by Christianity and that the government should be take active steps to keep it that way. Popular Christian nationalists assert that America is and must remain a Christian nation, not merely as an observation about American history, but as prescriptive program for what America must continue to be in the future. Scholars like Samuel Huntington have made similar argument that America is defined by its Anglo-Protestant past and that we will lose our identity and our freedom if we do not preserve our cultural inheritance. So here's the thing. So that kind of gives you an idea of what, uh, when you hear this term, particularly projected from the liberal left, about in regards to Christian nationalism. Several things that we need to, to address. First of all, nothing wrong with being patriotic. There's nothing wrong to have love for country. Uh, you know, God uh, graciously allowed you to live in this great country. And, and because of our devotion to this land, uh, we should support it. And we should be patriots in this country. However, we should not allow our patriotism to exceed and go above our devotion and our love for God. So we need to make sure we keep everything level in check. Remember, God is the our, mind, our main priority. We are to keep him first. Think of that umbrella. God first. Family second. 
work. Everything else falls underneath that umbrella underneath that. So I'm not projecting uh, the uh, our patriotism above that. Just like the other day uh, when I was uh, uh, very upset in regards to how our liberties are under attack in this raid on Trump. And uh, I had uh, well-meaning, well-intentioned individuals. Uh, they'd done nothing sinful or wrong. They did not offend me in any way. But uh, the, what they wrote was, well, you don't need to be putting faith in the country. We need to be putting faith in God. And we need to be looking forward to his return and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, not that there's nothing wrong with that. I look forward to Christ's return. I, I, I greet it with great anticipation. But as I explained to them, and hopefully I didn't come across as smart like uh, it's very easy to have things misconstrued on social media, but I was just trying to explain to them, yes, we look forward to those things to come. My faith is in Jesus Christ, not in our country, but we have responsibilities as long as we live on this earth as Christians to be the salt of the earth. Now, in regards to our founding fathers, yes, our country is not a theocracy. We're all allowed to believe however we want to, and that's not the goal of Christians, is to make a theocracy, but it doesn't change the fact that many of our founding fathers were indeed Christians, and based our laws based upon the moral law, which is God's law, which is very fundamentally, we can see, goes back to the Ten Commandments. We see that on uh, the Supreme Court and engraved uh, in concrete. Uh, these laws were based on that. Uh, when you hear the erroneous separation of church and state, that is for the government not to interfere or impede our free right to worship. So again, when they try to use that, they're using it incorrectly. States used to fund churches. Uh, you know, we see that uh, uh, we they had chaplains on the payroll and they would open up Congress and prayer. So to, to try to negate that, to remove that, uh, part of our American history is 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 insanity. But as Christians, we do have responsibilities to be the salt of the earth, to preserve what is right, to preserve what is holy, and to keep this country as a Christian nation. As for the most part, majorities of individuals in this nation are claimed to be Christian. Although statistically, and according to Barna Group, many of that who believe in God has dropped significantly, uh, sadly. Uh, but according to Hollywood, the minority, which are uh, the homosexuals and those who have that kind of liberal left thinking, are, are the minority, less than 0.3%. But according to Hollywood, you think it was the majority. But again, it goes back to a lack of spying of pastors and Christians to stand up for what is right. And that's what we have to do as Christians, is to stand for what is right, precious, and holy. We, According to Romans... Who obey the laws of the land until if it if it goes against God's word, then we go against those laws and we follow God. We follow Jesus Christ. We do what God's word says above and beyond what anybody else tells us. So what the point is here, they're trying to label us as Christians, those who believe that Judeo-Christian ethic, who try to preserve those things as extremists. Why? Because they want us out of the way. See, they want we are impeding their their push for socialism, that we are impeding their ability to push perversion, uh, to kill babies. They, they, we are standing in the way of the things that they want to do, the evil and godless things that they want to do. Christianity stands in the way of that. So if they can label us as extremists and get us out of the way, then nothing there is there to stop us. That's why it takes strong men and women of God to stand up for what is right. Uh, so many people are act like they're 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 uh, embarrassed to be Christians, to stand up for what is right. They want to appease man. They want affirmation from those around them. But we need to make sure that we are pleasing God. And if the world may hate us, and they will, because that's what God's word tells us, that the world will. Hate 
hate you. Why? Because they first hated me. That's what Jesus Christ said. So they will hate us. So if you're out there too worried about what other people think, then you're going in the wrong direction. We have to stand for the Almighty God. And to think, just right to think now, they just hired 87,000 new IRS agents who are, will be armed and who are being prepared to uh, engage in a uh, in a very extreme manner if if needed. So now, if one thing is 87,000 IRS agents, you know the British Army has like 81,000 uh, militant individuals, but. Um, and he said, now armed and ready to use deadly force. Why is that? There's something going on here. And I, you know, I, I'm not one to uh, buy into uh, a lot of these crazy theories and things that are out there, that some of the tinfoil hat wearing uh, that you hear. But uh, something, I told my wife, I almost wonder if we're looking at a police state. Something's going down. And uh, whether they're going after churches, after small businesses, something's going down big time. And uh, so we're going to stand our ground, my friends. And just what I'm saying this morning can be considered extremism. And the FBI may flag something of what I'm saying this morning. How So be it. I will stand for the word of God. And I encourage you to stand for the word of God, despite what the world may say, what governments may say, what laws are passed. We have to stand on God's holy word. We must stand for what is right and what is holy in the eyes of an almighty God. We will answer to God himself, not to man. So my friends, my encouragement for you today is to stay in deep-seated prayer. You know, we are engaged in a battle. One illustration I'm sure that many of you all have heard uh, my dad talk about was uh, when uh, he had a professor, when he was at Grand Bible College, he was in World War II, and they was getting ready to storm the beaches of Normandy. And he said that uh, as, the, uh, they, as they get ready to approach the, the beach, uh, one of the soldiers uh, got on his knees and started to pray. He said so that, that uh, professor told him, said, son, if you waited an hour to pray, you've waited too late. That's the problem with too many Christians. They wait to the, to, to it's too late to start praying. We need to be prayed up now. We need to be uh, encouraged now. We need the strength now. We need to make sure that we're standing firm on the foundation of God's holy word now. Make sure you're in prayer, that you're in the word. So when those days come, when those trials and tribulations come, you can withstand the weather. You are clinging to the rock in the midst of the storm. My friends, it is we are looking and facing turbulent times, and as long as the longer that Jesus tarries, and the, the, the more evil this world will become. Right now, we look more weak than ever, ever. And uh, uh, with the, 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 the administration down to our military. So, you know, I'm not trying to say these things to scare you, but to make sure you're aware and awake of what's going on in this country. So my friends, stand firm. God's in control. He is sovereign. But we have responsibilities. We need to preserve those holy things. No matter what they label us as, uh, you know, let them call us whatever they want to. But we have to preserve what God's word tells us. And uh, although the culture and society wants to remove that and, and label us a, a certain way, whatever. But we have to preserve that for our children, our future generations. We need to preserve those wonderful things. And that's why it's imperative for you to be in church and to show uh, an unbelieving world what God means to you. My friends, it's time. It is time for us to stand up like never before. Let us pray. If our Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us, Lord Jesus, to have discernment. Let us be sensitive to leading the Spirit. Help us to know when to open our mouths. Help us to know when to keep them closed. Let us stand for what is right and what is true. Let us preserve what is holy. And Lord, despite whatever culture or the world may say, let us always stand true on your word. Lord, is anyone watching and listening this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God. 
Forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, be with all my family and friends who are watching and listening. I pray that you watch over, protect them, and have a good, safe, wonderful day. Be with all of our kids who are going to school, work, or play. Keep them safe and well. Put your angels to camp around about them. Lord, uh, let us be a light in this world of darkness. Let us serve you well in all things. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, my friends, I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. I appreciate you all for tuning in. Lord willing, we'll start Monday through Friday, get back into the to the swing of things. And I hope that you'll join me each and every day. Tell your friends and families to tune on in. And also, I download this to my podcast, The Doc Young Chronicles. You can find it on, on any Apple podcast, audio only. And speaking of which, I think about getting back to doing my podcast on a regular basis. Uh, once a week, I was interviewing certain individuals, and I think I may get back to doing that kind of miss it and enjoy the interviews i hope everybody has a great day today and uh just remember live each day as if it were your last because one day it will be appreciate y'all for watching and god bless